0: It is Wednesday, my dudes. If you know, you know. We got a great episode for you today. We're going to be taking you through the latest from our Fantasy Football League, the Fellowship of the Fantasy Ring, as well as giving you trade targets to win your leagues and Thursday night football matchups. So let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football podcast hello 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 you can't not start the show without the hellos welcome in to the fantasyland football podcast it is wednesday the 30th of september and we are glad that you are listening that you're hanging out with us my name is zach i am a co-host here on the pod. My other co-host is Daniel Badaki. Badaki, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing all right, brother. You know, just three um, and zero and zero and three in all of my leagues, and sitting on both sides of the spectrum here. But I'm doing great. Yep. So you are either lost all hope or very happy. Very happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, if you're on three, by the way, I mean. We might talk about this a little bit, but don't lose hope yet. Definitely lots of time left. Lots of time left. That's this right. is not the time to panic just yet. Hey, we just announced a Tyree Hill signed jersey giveaway winner from Pristine Auction. The winner was Lane from mango
1: Kansas. mango <laughs> Kansas. Wow. Shout out to Lane. Big
0: shout out to Lane. We got a DM from him after we announced him as the winner. And he said he just got injured in his football game, so we're happy that we were able to hook him up with some free swag Tyreek Hill signed jersey. We do giveaways every month. Head to our Instagram page so you don't miss out on any of them at Fantasyland Football. Give us a follow while you're there. You can follow us on Twitter at Fantasyland underscore FB. We often give updates on Sundays and throughout the week on injuries and That's right. just mid-game, you know, just whatever you need to know about fantasy. Typically, we're telling you on Twitter. You can watch the podcast on YouTube. If you'd like, subscribe and click the bell for notifications. You can listen to the podcast on pretty much any podcast platform that is out now. We just got added to a radio station in India, which I thought was pretty cool. (laughs) If anyone from India is watching, can you please DM us? I want to know if anyone from India is listening to the podcast. That would be sick. That would be sick. But as always, if you're watching or sorry, if you're listening on Apple Pods, please drop us a review. That would be super helpful. But let's get straight into the segment. Our first need to know news. This is news from around the league that you need to be aware of as a fantasy owner. Badaki, why don't you start us off here?
1: That's right. Chris Carson has a first degree knee sprain. I think everyone saw that tackle that you know happened on Chris yeah. and how his leg got twisted up something should be done by that I think personally but that should not be happening but he should be missing yeah, yeah it's terrible it's actually really it bad it's
0: terrible Pete Carroll he he actually came up with a statement
1: on it and he was he was not happy no to say the least um he should be missing one to two weeks right now but I think he—it's not as bad as expected, which is great. But still, he's going to miss some time. But it looks like Carlos is going to be the next guy up.
0: Next guy up, great matchup next week. It's a smash matchup. Are you plugging Carlos Hyde in and playing him? Let's say you lost Carson. Yeah, Do you it, feel comfortable with that? You might. I mean, you might have to, right? I yeah. Don't
1: know. Exactly. You might have to. Um, I know that if you don't have depth on your team, then. And you could pick up Carson. Then you have to do it. Like in my, one of my own three leagues, obviously I lost Saquon. Carson's hurt now. I mean, really, my my next guy up is Chris. Is going to be Carlos Hyde when I get him off for of waivers. So, hopefully, yeah.
0: Chris Godwin could miss two weeks with a hamstring injury. If you drafted Chris Chris Carson, you're not happy because he's Chris Godwin. just been injured. <laughs> Did I say Carson again?
1: Yeah, it's all good. It's all good, though. (laughs)
0: Chris Godwin. If you drafted Chris Godwin, you have not been happy because he's been injured most of the year and you thought he was back, and he's back on the injury report. Could miss up to two weeks. Dallas Goddard placed on the IR, officially out three weeks. Great for the Zach Ertz owner. That's right. You got to be cheering if you got Ertz. The targets will be there every week. Brett Rippin. (laughs) Brett Rippin. (laughs) That's just a fun name to say. Brett Rippin. He's he's apparently starting over Jeff Jeff Driscoll. I just want Brett Rippin to just rip the ball (laughs) all over the field. I want him to just be amazing. Probably won't be, but we can hope, right? That's right. And one other, there's some big news, but Keep in mind, as well, Jarek McKinnon has a rib injury. That is something to monitor. Looks like Jeff Wilson will probably be the guy, but that is something to definitely monitor as time goes on. That's right. For me, I think Wilson should be one of the top waiver pickups this week if that injury is going to hold out Jarek McKinnon this week. Yeah. But the, onto the biggest piece of news. Onto the biggest piece of news. This is massive. We have never before had players test positive during the season of an NFL season ever <laughs> for COVID. Ever. This has <laughs> never happened. This is unprecedented times. But the Tennessee Titans, they had three players test positive for COVID, along with four personnel on staff. Both Tennessee and the Vikings have both shut down their facilities. Titans facilities will be shut down at least till Saturday. Vikings are waiting to clear to make sure they don't have any positive tests. As of now, they have zero positive COVID tests on the Minnesota side. But this is big news.
1: Yeah, it's definitely big. I think think that... Both teams obviously have to be cautious, but it's it's big news obviously for fantasy owners. If you have Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, you know Adam Thielen, the Corey Davis, the, the these guys are all going to be affected by it if yeah they don't play. Like I wonder what's going to happen fantasy wise. Like do do those points just get filled for the project projections? I've-
0: I've actually heard a little bit about this. Obviously, this affects four teams, not just two, because the Vikings play the Texans this week, and the Titans play the Steelers. So this affects a lot of teams, a lot of fantasy-relevant players. From what I've heard, they might try and push the Steelers-Titans to a Monday night football game this week, maybe have another doubleheader. Right. Vikings-Texans looks like it's going to be on as long as there's no positive cases. However... If either of these teams need to miss this week, there have been rumors that potentially they will use this week as a bye week for each of those teams and just replace their current bye weeks. Oh, wow. So it's interesting. Yeah, it's something it to follow. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but it's unprecedented times. We've never been here before, have we? That's right.
1: You just have to stay tuned. Make sure that you are staying you know updated we're, we're going to keep you guys updated as much as possible with all the information that we get and know we'll we'll post it on social you know we'll have it on the podcast but you, you have to be ready just in case have to be aware yeah you have to be ready and, and, and aware that if one of these guys are out then it could be the next guy up and that could be somebody that you really don't want to start
0: yeah definitely something to monitor Let's talk Thursday night football matchup. That's right. And I don't know why. I don't know. This is just not a fun matchup at all. It's not a fun matchup. I'm not excited for... I'm excited and I'm grateful that we have football on a Thursday night. But Broncos at Jets.
1: Yeah. You always get one of those teams, uh, these matchups on a Thursday night. And it's like, why are these two teams playing? You know, like... I don't know why, but
0: I feel like the Jags and the jets are always on thursday night football (laughs) i could be wrong but i feel like they're always like jags jets thursday night football is why are they always there
1: i don't know but um over under for these guys 40 i could be taking the the under here i mean these aren't two high scoring teams but who knows but on the Broncos yeah. side, obviously the people that you're watching is Melvin Gordon, Noah Fant, and Jerry Judy. Those are the guys. If you have, you have to start. I mean, this Jets team is not the best, obviously, from what we've seen. But Melvin Gordon, he didn't have the best game last week. Uh, he should definitely bounce back, but has the potential to be a good a good fantasy Great matchup. Matchup, yeah.
0: Yeah, really good matchup. I mean, obviously this is potentially one of the worst teams in the league against the New York Jets. I agree, Noah Fant, obviously he should be a lock in. Gordon, you have to start him if you have him even though he's had terrible matchups. Yeah. Judy though, I want to talk about Judy. Yeah. Do you think he's a must start? I know I, the matchup's great, yeah. but are you are you locking him into a lineup?
1: I I think if you are struggling, if you have Adams out, you know your Godwins, your your MTs. If you you're struggling with depth, I think Jerry Judy is somebody that you can start. I started him last week in my flex. He got me ten points. Um, he was targeted nine times, five, and he caught five of those targets. Um, but I think that he can be he can, he can really be a solid flex, especially with this new quarterback. Um, we don't really don't know. We really don't know what he's gonna produce. But I mean, who else are you gonna throw to? No offense jerry judy and yeah. who else you know
0: it's no one guess else melvin out of, the, out of the backfield interesting thing to watch as well lindsey philip lindsey put in a limited practice this week right be interesting to see if they utilize him at all in this game on to the jets side of the ball we have so much to talk about <laughs> fantasy relevant players Wow,
1: this team is stacked with players, honestly. like I mean, wow. who
0: are you not starting <laughs> on the New York Jets? It's a smash matchup. I mean, look, the only person that we should really talk about is maybe Jamison Crowder. If he plays, he's been dealing with an injury. If he plays, I think he's a decent flex play. He's got a very high ceiling. He's going to see a very high volume of targets. Personally, I'm not playing him. In any league right now. No, not at all. Because of the Jets as a whole, and because he's come off this injury, I personally don't feel comfortable playing any New York Jet at all. That's as easy as it is. You just don't play the Jets. I think the most interesting storyline in this game has nothing to do with fantasy. Oh. And that sucks, because... (laughs) What are we watching for? (laughs) But... From what I've heard, it's a rumor circulating around the NFL right now. Adam Gase, which you and I both believe has been a terrible head coach. Yes. Since he's been a head coach. He's just, how did he get that head coaching job? Probably because he coached Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning was great. But he could be coaching for his job. It's reported.
1: 100%. 100%. He's definitely coaching for his job. If he doesn't win this game... He he should be gone. He should be out. And there should be a lot of obviously new faces. This is gonna this is gonna be a whole another reconstruction of this team's front office, yeah. I think, after this year, if things don't turn around.
0: Yeah, and if you're a Jets fan out there, we actually have a couple of Jets fans <laughs> who follow us. Yeah. I wanna know, are you rooting for your team to win this game? Or do you hate Adam Gase so much that you actually want your team to lose? I would love to know, actually. If I was a Jets fan, I would personally want everything to fall in place so Adam Gase could be walking out the door, personally. Who knows? But it's definitely a great storyline to follow. That's it for the Thursday Night Football matchup.
1: It's pretty simple. <laughs> it's pretty straight to the point like it's not exciting. It's,
0: it's not an exciting matchup by any stretch of the imagination. But let's go on to a more exciting segment. We're gonna give you a league update from our league, the Fellowship of the Fantasy Ring. If you don't know, we highlight our fantasy one of our favorite fantasy football leagues and we talk through the owners. We have owner profiles on our Instagram. We give you updates every week on trade of the week. And we also give you a recap from how the people in our league are feeling. Super entertaining guys from all over the world. And we honestly just love to play fantasy together. But this week, who was the highest scorer in our league this
1: week, Badaki? Surprisingly, Stavi. Steve Vasquez, he has 174 points against Wesley. His team... Look, his team was an auto draft team. I don't think he was there for for this draft. I mean, he has the highest scoring team. This draft, this auto draft team is could be something good here. It's weird.
0: Maybe it's a strategy that we should all try next year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Lowest score this week. Oddly enough, Steve was the highest he faced Wesley, and Wesley finds himself as the lowest score this week. Yes. Only seventy-two points. Now he did start Deontay Johnson, and Deontay obviously ruined a lot of people's fantasy days with the right. concussion. He also, in a moment of panic, I think, started Devonte Adams. Yes. <laughs> just to throw up a prayer and hope mm. it worked out for him. It did not Absolutely. work out for him.
1: Just, just, just to give you some context. Wesley is in England, so when, when the, when the Sunday night game was going, he was already sleeping. So he was just hoping Devontae was going to play. So if if he was awake and if he was at a correct time zone, I don't think he would have started him, started someone else. But he still would have lost because everyone on his bench didn't really produce (laughs) that much anyway. So it doesn't really matter. He's
0: not doing great so far, but he's not panicking. Still got a win under his belt. So that's something to celebrate, I guess. But what we're going to do now is we're going to give you opportunity opportunity to hear from our league we asked everyone to give us a recap of week three so we're going to listen and of course watch on youtube along with you so let's go ahead and hear the recap hear the recap Yo, what's up, it's your boy. Week three is in the books. Week three. Luke here, checking in after week three. I lost uh, quite significantly. I was matched up with Daniel Ilioi this week. Got my first win. I
1: said some words last week I didn't mean. I said <laughs> that I would, uh, wouldn't be 0-3. And I kind of am. Daniel's team just really couldn't catch up to mine. i Am not feeling too crazy? Like, I'm not feeling too hurt by that, you know? It's it's something you just got to deal with. He can't even decide on his own team name, so oh, he's
0: supposed to win games. Beef! A disappointing result in the end. I know people were laughing at my team a couple weeks ago. DK, oh. when he dropped that pass this week, I was I was fuming. We did it, boys. I'm 3-0. Uh, look, well, I win three. Got the first dub of the season. I want a rematch against Badake because I think <laughs> I can come back if I have all my players. If I'm going to win, it's going to be done authentically. And with integrity and that's what's been happening lately shout out to my boy keenan allen Rob popped off i'm ready for my Toms to be back indianapolis colts defense
1: racked up 26 mm. points we're not giving up we're going to keep fighting next week i play brandon barker so i'm kind of expecting to go 0 four now a bit
0: disappointed <laughs> but you know it's the way it goes some weeks hopefully catching up
1: with the rest of the boys on the leaderboard
0: downwards and upwards from here no doubt in my mind we're a playoff team and anything can happen in football but we still got a few weeks to Make it up, make some trades happen. This week, uh, looking for some trades. Excited to see what people are thinking about you know, Hit trading me up, Tommy. these breakout players. No trades <laughs> with anyone, no schemes, no strategies other than believing in my players, Wow. In my team. I'm looking forward uh, to being 3-1 next week. Uh, see you in the playoffs. We'll see what happens. See you there. I love it. See you in the playoffs. Luke you, coming off his first win. But he's got the confidence already, doesn't he? That's right. Classic Luke. Unlucky. Well, I mean, he's on the right track now. He's got one win under his belt. Let's have a look at the standings in our league. Why don't you take us through it, Badaki?
1: Yeah, so obviously with the victory, 3-0, and have yours truly i'm at the top i'm number one right now followed by the silent killer which is joseph he he's that's
0: what we've uh we've given him that nickname he's a right. silent killer
1: you know no one expected it from joe he's not trading he's not making any other moves he's only going to keep his team that's joseph and then third my co-host
0: yeah i lost <laughs> this week and i just want to say sincerely from the bottom of my heart it's not good enough and I'm sorry to the Fantasyland community. I need to be better, and I know that, and I'm taking the responsibility on myself, and I'll be back next week. I promise you that. On to the fourth position currently. Steve cracks his way into the top four. Alvin Kamara is carrying Steve into a playoff position. Fifth, we got Brandon Baca. Someone that we all laughed at. We all laughed when we saw his draft. But currently in a playoff position, and he's got some great pieces that are carrying him. JB comes in at 6, the last playoff spot as it sits right now, right on the edge there. Yeah. Luke at 7 with his first dub. Yeah. And And Elijah at 8 with a trash talk to Daniel Ilioy. He was giving it to him, wasn't He, he? He
1: was. He was giving it to him, Elijah. It's interesting. Interesting year from Elijah. Usually he's my favorite guy to trade with. Hasn't traded with me yet. Just putting that out there, Elijah hit yeah. me up for a trade. And following ninth, we have Bricks. He mm. once look Bricks has the, I think Bricks is a low key strong team. Yeah, he doesn't have the strongest running backs, but he has really good receivers. I think he has a decent tight end, but he has Michael Thomas coming back hopefully. Then on the tenth spot, Wesley. Yeah, I mean, boy. I I don't think Wesley is panicking. I think
0: yeah. Yeah, he says he's not panicking, but his voice says he is. <laughs> at 11th, we've got Sam. And Sam Green in 11th is a surprise. Biggest We don't know what's going end. on. Obviously, Saquon's injury has affected him a lot. And then at 12th, to finish us off, we've got Daniel Ilioy. Rest in peace. Pour one out for your boy. Unlucky. But that is the update from our league feel free to jump over to our Instagram. Check out the story highlight with the owners and you can get to know every single one of these guys. Great guys. We love them. We're so glad we get to do this with them. But let's move on to our main segment of the day. Trade targets. We are going to give you two trade for targets each and two trade away targets each. That's right. These are players that we believe you should trade for or trade away. And to be very clear, when we say you trade for a player, we never say that you need to give up the best player on your team. We are simply telling you these are great players in great positions to potentially get a good trade for your team. Yeah. And when it comes to trade away, we are not telling you to trade away these players for nothing either. <laughs> Just hear what we are saying and hear what we are not saying. There might be some names that shock you on these lists. But why don't you start us off with the trade four, the players that we are telling you to trade for, to go out and grab. Badak, you start us off with our first trade four That's
1: right. So my first trade four is a bit a bit out there, but it will have to be Raheem Mostert. And why are you mm. saying, why? why should I get Raheem? He's hurt. You know he he can be out. He's out for a couple weeks. He's doing this and that. But I we also what he did in, in the first two weeks. He went off the first two weeks. This this oh yeah um San Fran run game is is strong. It's prominent. Is there and yep. they they give him the ball to Raheem. You know mm-hmm. so I expect him to bounce back and pick up right where he left left off when he gets back. And if you have depth, look like he like Zach said. Don't just give up your best players. If you have depth. Get the get get Raheem, you know, because a guy that has Raheem, he's sitting on on the, on on other the other team's bench. He's probably panicking. He's probably like, oh, you know, maybe he yeah. has a Chris Carson that just got hurt, and now Raheem, uh he has Raheem, and now Chris Carson's hurt. So maybe you yeah. can trade somebody that you know that you're not really keen on starting, or you, you know you don't really want to start. Trade for Raheem because I think a lot of people out there are are panicking, and Raheem is going to come back and. Have a solid effort.
0: Raheem was on pace to be a top 10 running back before the injury. I think we see him reclaim that role instantly as he comes back. That's right. I love it. Our second trade for target is Allen Robinson. A-Rob, your boy from (laughs) Chi-Town. Look, if you have Allen Robinson, close your eyes. Let me tell you this dream scenario. (laughs) Mitchell Trubisky is gone. He's no longer there to harm you. You're in a safe place now. Okay? Nick Foles, Super Bowl champion, Nick Foles, is here. And he's going to take care of you from now on. Okay? (laughs) All the Allen Robinson owners, rejoice. Rejoice. This is a good, good day (laughs) for you. Okay? Nick Foles is the starting quarterback. And regardless of what it means for the Bears as a whole, this is great for fantasy. Week one, Allen Robinson put up 12.3 fantasy points. Not terrible, but not what you wanted. Week two, he disappointed everyone. 6.3 fantasy points. Week three, he popped off 28 fantasy points. Keep in mind that was against Atlanta, one of the worst secondaries (laughs) in the league. So let's hype. Let's bring the hype a little bit down, a little bit. If you watch friends, you know what I'm doing here on YouTube. (laughs) But let's bring the hype a little bit down. However, when you look at wide receivers, you typically want to look at targets. What's the target share that this wide receiver is getting? Currently, right now, Allen Robinson sits in the top five in the entire league in targets. So, that is a player that you want on your team. Especially, if there is at least a competent quarterback behind center. Absolutely. I believe, I believe that he's a type of player that you can rely on for 15 points a week. Could potentially get you 20, 25 in certain weeks. It's a player I would be targeting. However, to be clear, I'm not giving away a player like Devontae Adams. I'm not giving away a player like DeAndre Hopkins for Allen Robinson. No way. Hear what we are saying. We are saying to trade for him, but don't give away your best players just to get a player that we're talking about.
1: That's right. There's there's just a lot of... Now that Nick Foles is in, there's a lot of upside with Allen Robinson, a lot more upside with Allen Robinson. So get him. My guy, once again, a, a bit of a risk, but if you have the depth, depth... This can be massive. This can be huge. This guy's also hurt. But his name's Michael Thomas. Once again, like I said, if if somebody's struggling, if someone's on Panic Street, if someone's 0-3 and has Michael Thomas and he everyone's hurt. Everyone's hurt on this team mm-hmm. or something. Trade for Michael Thomas. Give him a couple players that, you know, you don't really love on your team, but it's producing. But you know that Michael Thomas is going to outshine them. You know, maybe. <laughs> Give him somebody you don't really trust, maybe, you know. Mm. I will, I would do a nice little package. I I, will, I like to do packages when I trade. You know, I like to give maybe a two yeah. for one. You know, a three for two. Little, little little things like that. You know, so maybe you can include yeah. like a a Cooper Cup that just went off in its first game. That maybe you don't really trust in a package to get Michael Thomas in some. You know, uh, or or yeah. an Adam Thielen. You know, Adam Thielen. He's been he's been hot and cold. But now with Justin Jefferson, you maybe you maybe on the fence. You know, maybe is is Adam Thielen going to lose all these targets? Is Justin Justin Jefferson going to get all, you know, get the ball more? I think if you do another package deal with Adam Thielen to get Michael Thomas, that that can be a really good upside for you later on in the season. This I'm I'm giving you things not not for right now that will benefit your team right now, but can benefit your team down the road. So I it's love
0: the, it's the. Trade and stash method. Yeah. Absolutely. Trade for a high quality players that could pay off long term. That's right. If you're 0 and 3, you're probably not in a place to do this, but maybe you're 3 and 0. Take the risk and try exactly. and get the players that could come back. And obviously, if Michael Thomas comes back and he's at full strength, he will finish as a top three wide receiver. Exactly. On to number four, our trade for candidate, Kenyon
1: Drake. Jersey Drake.
0: Kenyon, Jersey, Drake, nothing was the same. Take care. Look, here's the deal. If you drafted Drake, you drafted him probably in the first round. He currently sits at running back 28. Not what you expected. Not what you were hoping for. What you need to do right now is find the Kenyon Drake owner who's panicking. Whether they're panicking in public or privately in their head, They're thinking, I need to get off this guy as soon as possible. Find someone who's in panic mode and take advantage of them. That's what you do in trades. You take advantage of people. His next two matchups against Carolina, 31st against fantasy running backs, almost the league's worst, and the New York Jets. We know how great the New York Jets are.
1: Yep. (laughs) So good.
0: (laughs) These are are two amazing matchups for Kenyon Drake. And you might say, well, Zach, but they just faced Detroit and that was supposed to be a good matchup too. Yes, you're right. You are very right. Here's what we need to look at in a situation like this. Not performing the way you wanted him to, but what do the opportunities tell us? Because opportunities equal success in fantasy football typically. Okay? You might be worried. Is Murray going to be the leading rusher there? But let's look at the carries. Right now, Kenyon Drake is averaging 19 and a half touches a game. So let's be clear. We can all agree that this offense is fantastic. Great offense. They can move the ball down the field. They've got elite players all over the place. You've got a a running back who's getting 19 and a half touches a game. And you're telling me that you're panicking? Calm down. (laughs) And if you don't have Drake, find a way to get your hands on him. Because right now, let me give you an example. Kareem Hunt, someone might be higher on Kareem Hunt than Kenyon Drake right now. That is a very realistic possibility. Absolutely. If that is the case, try and get Drake as soon as possible. For me, it's the opportunities. I believe they will turn into success. And after these two matchups, if you want to trade them away for a higher volume player or a higher upside player, you can do that. But those are our trade for targets. We're now going to give you trade away targets. Oh, boy. This is going to get really controversial. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Our first one. Go for it. Josh Allen. Yes, go ahead and send us a DM. Tell us that we are terrible at fantasy. But why? Why Josh? He's <laughs> here's the thing, right? Josh Allen, five currently touchdowns, currently the number the number two overall player in fantasy football. Okay, there's only one person who's been better than him. That's Russell Wilson. From a from a scoring perspective, right? Let's look at his first three matchups, though. His first three matchups, he played the New York Jets week one. Great team. We know the Jets are an elite defense, obviously. He played the Miami Dolphins, who looked amazing last week. Of course, they played the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) And last week, I will admit, the the win against the Rams, that was pretty impressive. Yes. However, my thought behind this is I personally, when I play fantasy, I always value running backs wide receivers, and tight ends above a quarterback. Mm -hmm. In all cases, it doesn't matter the quarterback. I always value these players, these positions over a quarterback. So if you have an opportunity to trade Josh Allen away and improve another area of your team, maybe you get a lower tiered running back and you get a a quarterback that you're fine to start in place of, of Josh Allen. This is where, like Badaki said, we want to be doing a package deal. Yes. A quarterback for my terrible running back. Let's see what kind of good running back comes back to me. Yes, you don't give him away from nothing. But for me, I am trying to sell him high. I think he finishes as a top eight quarterback. But I don't think he finishes in that top three that people are thinking right now.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think you can, you know, you what well, he said, test the market. See what people want, you know? See what people can give you. Some people will give you a really absurd, like, you wouldn't expect it, you know? Like, you wouldn't Mm -hmm. expect somebody to give a a Josh Jacobs for Josh Allen. I doubt somebody would do that. And if they do, take it. (laughs) Of course. As an example. Anyways, my trade away guy. And, look, I have him on my team, multiple teams, and I'm panicking. I'm seeing the numbers. (laughs) And I'm on the fence because I, I like him a lot. I... Rate him really high, you know, before the season start. But I need help. I need help. And this guy, I, I, I need. If if you're struggling, if you're own three, I'm trading this guy away because I need something else on my team. That's how would I see. Would you
0: rather it. have AJ Brown?
1: Would I rather have AJ I'll, Brown than my than yeah. my guy right now? Than this yeah. guy? Before before I name him. Yeah. The only reason
0: I'm asking is because I. You would. Can we do a live trade right now? You want to think it over?
1: <laughs> I need to think it over, but would I rather have A.J. Brown? I would have A.J. Brown if he was obviously healthy, but I uh, would I would have A.J. Brown if I knew Let's he talk. Would. Let's talk. Let's yeah, talk we'll talk. Sorry, we'll talk. I
0: interrupted you. You go ahead. You all go good, ahead.
1: but anyways, my guy is DJ Moore. Look, he has been doing what we all expected him to do. He's a wide receiver 28 right now, and He's been a huge letdown this year for, for me yeah. and a lot of fantasy owners. He did have one good game in week two. And his targets is not really up there in where you really want it to be. But, look, week one, he had nine fantasy points. He didn't, he didn't do what you wanted him to do, and he had nine targets. Week two, that's when he went off. 20 points, 13 targets. And then week three, he had, this past week, eight points for four targets. Look, I'm not personally seeing him getting any better or getting any more mm. consistent throughout the year. If you if you're watching these Carolina games, Teddy is targeting Robbie Anderson. That's his guy. Like that's the number 1 receiver Teddy or Robbie Anderson is wide receiver 8 right now if I'm not mistaken. Something ridiculous. Mm. Is that going to last? I don't think so. Don't get me wrong. Don't I'm not saying go out and get Robbie. But what I'm saying is that DJ Moore you drafted with a really high draft capital to be, you know, either your wide receiver one or wide receiver two, whatever the case may be. But I'm I'm right now going to get rid of him because I can't trust him. I need somebody yeah. that I can trust a little bit more.
0: It's a little bit strange, isn't it? That whole situation, part of me still believes in DJ, but I yeah. think there's probably a lot of people panicking. Absolutely. You're just I believe just him. like you are.
1: I believe in him yeah. and I want him to succeed. And I drafted him for a reason. He has the opportunity. It's just now with the new quarterback, it's just, it's just not there. Yeah. And I, I personally don't think sure. now with this new, the new, this start of the season, he's not gonna get. He's not gonna put the numbers that I've projected or anyone else has projected. So if I was you, I would be trying to get rid of DJ Moore. Obviously, he didn't have the best game. Maybe sit on him for one or two weeks, see if he will have a, you know, an over ten point game, and then sell him.
0: Okay. Okay, interesting. We might have to talk out to this. <laughs> Our third trade away target is Kareem the Dream Hunt. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I know there will be DMs on this one. He currently sits at running back 13 on the year. Here's the thing if you want to wait on him one more week, I am okay with that. Okay, he's got a decent matchup against Dallas this week who have a terrible defense, and typically there's a lot of points scored. But let's look at his last two matchups. Cincinnati was his massive game, but he was playing the Bengals. Let's not forget he was playing the Bengals. Yeah. Last week he had a pretty decent game, but he was playing the Washington Redskins. In both of those games, in the previous two weeks, he scored a receiving touchdown. I don't think that we can expect that to continue to happen right those receiving touchdowns for me I don't feel like there's something that you can actually genuinely start relying on just yet for me I don't think he can sustain this kind of fantasy output I know Kevin Stefanski's system is run heavy and I could be very wrong but sometimes there are takes that we have that I'm actually okay to be wrong on this one if I am if Kareem Hunt continues this sort of you know fantasy output I'm okay to put my hands up and say, hey, I was wrong. But if I'm in a position where I have Kareem Hunt, I'm looking, his name is getting bigger and bigger and people are starting to value him more and more. Yeah, I want to cash in on that now. Let's say Chris Carson, for example. If you've got some depth and you can plug in a player for a week or two, I'm currently trying to trade Kareem Hunt for Chris Carson. Wow. This next one's going to surprise you. Joe Mixon. Yes. I know it's not been great at all. Joe Moneybag Mixon. I would try and trade Kareem Hunt for Joe Mixon. I promise you I would. Yes. The next one, James Conner. Yes. I would rather have James Conner than Kareem Hunt. Right. If you love Kareem and you want to ride this out, then do it. All, All the more to you. I hope it works out for you, but this is just a take and, you know, use the information however you'd like
1: to. What about if, what about those in-between players? Like, yeah, Kareem Hunt has been doing well, but let's say those in-between guys, like I can picture Wesley trying to give somebody David Johnson or Melvin Gordon or right. Todd Gurley, you know, like those guys. Cause I feel like that's where Kareem Hunt kind of fits it, yeah obviously not ranking wise but that's where he fits because he's technically still number two he's he's the number two running back yeah and yeah for he's sure. getting he's getting these points but like that's dude. a
0: little bit more up in the air right this is where we say hey trade for these players but don't just give away anyone right right so a player like specifically todd Gurley, i am out on a hundred percent i don't want him in any of my leagues but a player like dj that i would consider i would consider dj right okay i lean towards hunt but i would consider the dj side there
1: okay yeah hunt is really on the fence for me i'm i'm scared i'm scared about him just just because yeah. he's number 2 i if i don't yeah. know anyways on to my guy and the last guy that we have for take or tradeaways Still, a lot of a lot of controversy here today. This is this is kind of ridiculous. But look, we expected this guy to be putting the type of numbers that he got in week three all year long so far, right? And he hasn't. Mm. He really hasn't. And his name is Michael Gallup. I'm not really sold on michael gallup everyone came in Mm -hmm. saying that he was going to be this top receiver he was going to be the number two obviously amari's there and you know the ball would have been spread around so far but all these other people have outperformed him so far yeah he
0: got a comparison to like chris godwin type season early in the drafts didn't he
1: yeah and you you drafted him high you probably drafted him over a lot of all these other people that are Clearly you drafted him over Robbie Anderson. Nobody would expect Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson probably wasn't even drafted. Probably, probably a bad example. But you know, like Yeah. You drafted Michael Gallup <laughs> over a lot of these over other guys. A lot of people, yeah. A yeah. lot of people. And he's not doing it so far. And this is a guy that I think that it's not gonna he's not gonna be the guy anymore, personally. Look, mm. the the Dallas Cowboys have been in three shootouts already. And yeah. This is his first game he's going off. I mean, that's that's big question marks, you know, red flags. Yeah. If you have it he had so he has three he had three opportunities so far. And he only had one out of the three games that he went off. No. Um mm. I'm, I'm not I'm really not buying that. Uh I don't know if you are. I don't know if Michael Gallup is somebody that you still want to keep on your bench. But for me, that's not somebody that I want to keep on my team right now. I think he could he could get yeah. better later on but that's the risk you want to take you know sell them high right now that that's how i see it all, my perspective is all about selling people michael gallup yeah. just had a good week is he gonna do that i'm is he gonna do that for the rest of the year i don't think so get him out sell him yeah you know
0: fair enough fair enough and every time we do our trade targets we give you a risk taker trade a bonus we like to take risks in yeah. fantasy And sometimes they pay off. They pay off. Sorry. The risk taker we gave you last week was Robbie Anderson. I think it's been a decent payoff if you took that risk. The risk taker we're going to give you this week is Marquise Hollywood Brown. Oh man, Badaki was very high on this guy. I was. I still Um, am. But still are. I don't (laughs) know. It hasn't worked out so far, and that's why it's a risk. I traded him away. Currently. He's currently wide receiver 53. That does not sound good at all. No. But here's the thing. Badaki both in both both you and I, we believe in the Ravens offense. We believe in this high powered offense that can put up 40 points any yes. week. I still believe in Lamar, even after last night's game. You know, there was one play. Oh, wait, what day is it? Monday night's game. <laughs> there was one play on Monday night football that Hollywood was wide open on the right side of the field. Yep. And for whatever reason, Lamar was in his head and he couldn't hit him in stride. That would have easily been a touchdown. He beat his man by three or four yards. He was wide open. I feel like if that touchdown would have happened, you'd be looking at Marquise a little bit differently. Absolutely. It's a guy that we both love. The talent is there. The game scripts haven't been great for him so far. And the production hasn't been great from Lamar Jackson. But we believe in both Lamar and Marquise Hollywood Brown. So for us, it's a risk because he hasn't performed at all. But maybe you could trade one of these guys on your bench. Maybe one of these upside guys that have just popped off. Why don't I ask you a question, actually, because you're not so sure on Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup or Marquise Hollywood Brown?
1: Oh man. I would say, purely off of this week, Marquise. Just because Lamar is pissed right now. Lamar's right. Yeah. Lamar's home, and he's upset. Yeah, he's he's gonna come back, and he's gonna be slinging the ball. They're gonna they're gonna pound. I don't know. I I don't remember who they played this week, this next week. But yeah, I think Marquise will have a, a good game in week four.
0: Yeah, Lamar's at home, and he's like Alexa play upset by drake and he's just (laughs) he's just getting ready for the next matchup for sure (laughs) hey that's all for the episode today we've got a really good episode coming up in a couple days week four start sit advice and hail mary matchups wow i love that episode i'm excited for it thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to the fantasyland football podcast so grateful for every single one of you yes. who take the time out to listen. Like we said, the Tyree Hill giveaway is done. We have announced a winner, but no need to fear. There are more. I was going to try and make that rhyme, but I can't. There's more giveaways on the way. There's <laughs> okay. more giveaways.
1: Man, I'm yeah. really excited for these giveaways.
0: I'm excited for the next one. Uh, I was going to give something away, but I just can't yet. Just no, can't. we can't but- yet. <laughs> hey, go ahead and give us a follow us. Oh, help me, Lord! I'm trying to speak. Uh, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at FantasylandFootball. Give us a follow on Twitter at Fantasyland underscore FB. You can listen to the podcast on any podcast platform. You can watch it on YouTube. While you're there, subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss any notifications. Yeah. And, hey, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. Badaki, are you going to go 0-4? in 4-0 this week or do you expect a win-loss in one of your leagues?
1: Um, I expect to win in the league that I am 0-3 because I'm facing I think I'm facing you in that other league and then in the, the fantasy ring I think I'm I'm hoping for 4-0 and uh, but I'm facing Elijah which is he has a pretty good team.
0: Yep. It'll be interesting to see. Call of Duty season 6 is out. <laughs> You know, that's where we'll be right after this podcast.
1: That's right. Now, if if you guys like to play Call of Duty, hit us up. I mean, send us a DM. We love Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, we do love. Maybe we'll start a streaming career. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, have the best day. We will see you on the next episode. As always, we'll see you there. See you there.
1: Hey. Yeah, you. The one listening to this podcast. You made a good decision
0: today. Keep making those good decisions.
1: You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching. Because you, you deserve it.